wait uh, four days to get a regular room. I was in the ER for four days. I paid a little over 400,000 for my 10 days in the hospital. Magandang araw mga kapwa ang naka-quarantine pa hanggang ngayon. Ako si Howie Severino, journalist sa GMA News and Public Affairs. Online na naman tayo para sa isang napapanahong diskusyon. Isang linggo matapos akong itiklara na COVID-free, nag-donate ako ng plasma para magamit ng isang COVID patient na nasa critical pang kalagayan. Ako si donor number 38 sa PGH. Ang makakakwentuhan ko ngayong araw, ang COVID classmate ko, Senator Sunny Angara. Magandang araw, classmate. Kumusta ka na, Senator Angara? At masasabi ba nating fully recovered ka na? Magandang araw, Howie. Salamat sa pag-imbita sa programa nyo. Uh, palagay ko, fully recovered na ako dahil nag-test na ako ng negative. Uh, at uh, yung pakiramdam ko, okay na. Hindi siguro 100%, pero nasa 95% na siguro, Howie. At saka nakabalik na tayo sa trabaho natin uh, bilang mambabatas at uh, nakaka-attend na tayo ng session. Pero uh, from home lang, uh, through teleconferencing. Bago tayo dumako dun sa ginagawa ng trabaho, no? halos sabay tayo kasing uh, na-discharge noong linggo ng, uh, unang-unang linggo ng Abril, uh, na-discharge sa hospital. At tila parehong uh, pinagdaanan natin, nagpositibo ka ulit pagkatapos mag-negative na sa unang COVID test. No? Uh, anong reaction mo nung nag-positive ka ulit? Medyo na-shock ako noon kasi nag-test na ako na dalawang negative at uh, one week later, nakapagbigay na rin ako ng plasma tulad ng kwento mo, Awi. No? So, pangalawang beses ko na magbibigay dapat ng plasma which is 14 days apart dun sa first, sa unang bigay. At uh, dun, sinabi ng doktor, Teka, parang may antibodies ka pa dyan at saka meron ka pang mga uh, bacteria. So, test natin, kunin natin ulit yung swab test na yun yung patest para sa... Uh, COVID. At yun, nag-positive ulit ako. Although, uh, karamihan ng mga doktor, ang sabi ho sa akin, Howie, is that uh, yun ay yung tinatawag na reg- remnants or fragments. Kumbaga, hindi pa nakaalis yung virus sa katawan. So, nadidetect pa siya nung uh, antibody test. Ang blood plasma ay ang manilaw-nilaw na likido na component ng ating dugo. Ito ang nagdadala ng nutrients, hormones, at proteins sa bahagi ng katawan na nangangailangan nito. Ang blood plasma na nanggaling sa mga COVID survivor ay pinaniniwala ang may antibodies laban sa bakterya na dulot ng virus. At sa pamagitan ng convalescent plasma treatment, makakatanggap ang mga pasyenteng may sakit ng plasma transfusion galing sa COVID-19 survivors na nag-donate nito. So linawin lang natin no, para sa mga manunood. No? So it does not mean that you were or we were reinfected na nag-positive ulit tayo. Meaning, meaning meron pang konting natitirang virus sa ating katawan pero in general ay nakalampas na tayo dun sa sakit na yon. Hindi tayo nagkasakit ulit dahil nagpositibo ulit. Yes, sakto yon sinabi mo, Howie. At uh, yun ang na, naging karanasan din sa South Korea. Dahil akala nila nagka-second wave sila dahil parang nung nag-relax sila ng quarantine or lockdown, Meron silang over 250 na pasyente na dating positive na nag-test positive ulit. Pero nung sa pagsaliksik nila, nakita nila na ah, hindi pala ito reinfection. Ito lang po ay yung kumbaga, shortcoming rin yan o no? pagkukulang nung antibody test. Dahil yung antibody test, uh, 
hindi niya na talaga natatrack yung recovery. Natatrack lang niya yung virus. So kahit hindi ka pa fully recovered sa virus, you are still, kahit recovered ka na, uh, ang tingin niya sa'yo ay hindi pa fully recovered. Napaka-importanting act uh, na pagbibigay ng plasma, no? That was one of the first things you did uh, nung lumabas ka sa ospital, no? Bakit importante yung pagbibigay ng plasma? Bakit inuna mo yon? You gave it priority, you know? Uh, at uh, sinong nakakapagbigay ng plasma? Ang laking sakripiso on top of the difficult job that our uh, health workers, doctors, nurses, um, techno medical technologists have to do. So sabi ko, wow, ang laki ng utang na loob ko dito sa mga to. So I have to somehow pay it forward. So tamang-tama, uh, the opportunity arose when uh, one of the doctors sa St. Luke's called me up. Sabi niya, uh, Sen, are you willing to give uh, uh, blood? I found it very fulfilling uh, somehow to kind of pay it back to the people who who gave life back to us. And sinabi mo na dapat manguna yung gobyerno sa pag-mobilize uh, ng plasma donations, no? Ano yung obserbahan mo? Ano yung napansin mo sa kalagayan uh, ng pagbibigay ng plasma? Did you find it not as well organized as it should be considering the urgency of this issue? Well, at the time kasi parang ang daming kaso ng COVID noon. Unlike now where some hospitals say they're no longer full. Pero ako, I had to wait uh, four days to get a regular room. I was in the ER for four days. So napansin ko na sa dami ng kaso, there, it seems that the siguro yung public health system natin was overwhelmed at the time. Hindi natingnan yung aspeto nga ng plasma donation at uh, yung pa, paano yung ma-improve yung chances ng ibang pasyente. At uh, ang kwento ng mga doktor is very informal yung network nila. So yung St. Luke's, kausap ang Medical City, kausap ang UST Hospital, o oh, meron ba kayo dyan? Meron ba kayong... Meron ba kayong O positive dyan? Meron ba kayong uh, blood type A dyan? So sabi ko, total, nasa DOH uh, yung uh, impormasyon at yung registry in a sense of yung listahan ng mga pasyenteng uh, naging positive at nag-recover, eh siguro sila dapat ang mamuno dito sa, sa effort na ganito. Okay, uh, Senator, isa ka sa mga Senator na nanawagan kay Health Secretary Duque na magbitiw na sa pwesto. Uh, bakit? Well, there were 14 of us, Howie, no? from different political parties. May, may, in fact, may minority, may majority, uh, iba't ibang partido. Parang meron kasi kaming parang group chat eh. Tapos nagko-compare na kami ng notes. O oh, bakit ganito? Mabagal yung testing. Bakit dito? Wal walang contact tracing dito sa bansa. Uh, nagko-compare kami. Tapos, uh, syempre, dumadating din sa amin yung feedback like from UP. Bakit ayaw tanggapin nung una yung uh, offer yung alok ng UP para tumulong sa testing. Uh, tapos yung iba, yung importation. Uh, matagal daw yung approval. So ang daming kwento, no? So sa amin, parang medyo na-disappoint kami ng konti. No, no offense or nothing personal against Secretary Duque. He's, he's a gentleman. He's a very, very nice guy. Pero parang yung urgency, given the emergency nature of the situation, parang kailangan medyo medyo bibo yung uh, nag-head kasi hindi lang sa DOH secretary so also the IATF head yung task force to integrate so kubaga lahat ng siya nagmamando eh he's leading all the efforts hindi lang yung within health pero pati yung uh, yung even it takes some extent even the peace and order efforts kasama sa doon so nakita natin na unang-una parang kulang yung uh, 
cooperation within government, hindi naman maximize yung kaya natin gawin, yung kapasidad mm-hmm. ng gobyerno. The various abilities of the government to react to the pandemic. At uh, palagay ko, uh, hindi naman kami nagkamali, uh, Howie, dahil we made that resolution or decision uh, maybe a month and a half or two months ago. At nakita natin, hindi talaga nakahabol yung health response sa lockdown and quarantine ng pamahalaan. Dahil ang ideal situation dyan is meron tayong quarantine for 6 or 10 weeks tapos humahabol yung testing para pagka, pagka-lift ng quarantine, na-identify na natin and we are able to control uh, certain communities. Ayon kay Secretary Duque, nasaktan siya sa mga pahayag ng mga senador. Ngunit anya, he serves at the pleasure of the President. Sasagutin niya ang mga aligasyon sa takdang panahon. At hanggat may kumpiyansa at tiwala ang Pangulo sa kanya, patuloy niyang pamumunuan ang Department of Health. Pero kahit bipartisan nga yung sentiment ng Senado, no? uh, yung Pangulo, si President Duterte has rejected uh, any calls to fire his health secretary, even defended Secretary Duque. No? So since Secretary Duque is considered uh, the alter ego of the President uh, in this crisis and on health matters in general, do you think the president is also responsible for some of the failings that uh, Secretary Duque is being accused of? Well, like you said, he's the alter ego. No? So yung presidente talagang the buck stops with him, I think, in any administration. Di ba? Like you saw sa Mama Sapano nung panahon ni Pinoy, kahit hindi siya personally involved in a lot of the ground decisions, siya pa rin ang, ang sa tingin ng, uh, with the Senate did an investigation. In their opinion, hindi naman siya criminal, criminally liable. Hindi siya pwedeng dalin sa korte. Pero... You said he set in place all those uh, decisions. So ganun din naman, I think in any government, you really the president really is, is the is the ultimate uh, decision maker. So ganun talaga. Naintindihan din naman namin yung rason niya. Ang binigay ng rason sa amin ni Executive Secretary is the president doesn't want to switch pilots midstream. Kumbaga parang mahirap na magpalit dahil nandito tayo sa gitna ng pandemya. So hindi pa naman tapos yung story, we can see I think matagal pa to, Howie. Eh? So let's see how how things turn out. No? A lot of experts say this may not be the last pandemic in our lifetimes. No, So what could the government and what could the president uh, have done better if, uh, this were, if, if this were to happen again? Uh, what's the main lesson? Well, I think, uh, Howie, yung public health system natin, we have to strengthen it. Uh, yung medyo may panahon din na nakulangan tayo ng materyales, yung PPEs natin dahil karamihan ay imported, we need to produce some of those things here. Because imagine if um, it comes, it came to a point, although mukhang hindi naman kakaganon, pero it came to a point na dependent tayo on foreign medicines, on foreign uh, uh, materials, on foreign doctors. Buti na lang magagaling ang mga doktor natin. Uh, we have sufficient equipment. Although very disturbing yung report na there are a lot of private hospitals which are in danger of closing. How we know? So that's that's uh, that's something I think the Senate, as a policy-making body, should look at going forward. Ano yung resilience, yung ability to respond quickly ng ating public health system. Dahil uh, we only had the RITM, eh, and for so many weeks, it was only the RITM which was uh, dealing with the pandemic. When nakita natin sa ibang bansa, ang bilis nila mag-scale up. Siguro may multi may haben spoke system sila in a sense uh, na merong mga magagaling na infectious disease hospitals in various cities kaya nas na, na, na spread out nila yung ability to test tayo napakatagal it really took us a while to bring to spread that ability 
uh, siguro bureaucracy natin pero yung strength din ng ating health system yung uh, ando doon ba yung mga pasilidad ando doon ba yung mga hospital beds ando doon ba yung mga equipment yung materials lahat po yan dapat uh, pagbigyan ng tuon uh, hawi the senate resolution no ang daming dinescribe doon ng mga pagkukulang no hindi lang ni secretary duke but the government in general the uh, the healthcare system the department of health what do you think was the biggest missed opportunity ano yung tanang nagawa ng pangulo na, na naka ano naka prevent ng 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 pinaka malubhang aspeto nitong crisis na to uh, i cannot think of one single event that would have prevented it how you know we can point to a few events i think some the resolution mentioned yung uh, yung first case first few cases of covid from the flight from china yon medyo okay. naging pabaya tayo dahil hindi natin trainase yung contact tracing tapos nagsisihan tayo eh di ba sinisi ni Secretary Duque yung airlines yung airlines sinabi naman yeah. eh, binigay na namin sa iyo yung passenger manifest dapat kayong mag maghanap ng pasahero at kayo yung mag contact trace so dun pa lang that's only two or three cases a handful of cases parang medyo uh, hindi naging maganda yung reaction natin tapos yung 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 decision to, yung slow scaling up of the testing i think uh, Uh, yung sinabing we have 2,000 tests, that's enough. Uh, medyo in retrospect, of course, as they say, everything is easier with hindsight, no? Pero naging kampante tayo in a sense, no? I think we we let our guard down too soon. Sani, yung isa kasing uh, kinatatakutan ng marami, hindi lang yung hirap ng sakit, no? Uh, kundi ang gastos, na no? Maaari bang tanungin kung magkano na gastos mo sa hospital bill? Uh, sinagot yes, din ba ng real health? yung bahagi or yung kabuuan uh, I paid a little over 400,000 Howie for my 10 days in the hospital and uh, I had health insurance so that paid for it I, hindi ko na claim yung field health ko kasi uh, sabi ko baka matagal pa yon at uh, I'm sure a lot of people were claiming at the time sabi ko uh, let's let's leave it to the people who need it so nag out of pocket ako ng a few a few thousand but but by and large the insurance covered for it Okay, I know you've, you've, you've been thinking a lot about the government's finances dahil uh, ikaw chair ng Senate Committee on Finance. No? Hanggang kailan ba kaya ng pamalaan ang pagbibigay ng ayuda at relief? Uh, dito sa napakaraming hindi makapagtrabaho ngayon, lalo na. But so far, mukhang kaya pa ng pamalaan, Howie. No? Nakapagbigay na pinasa ng Senado at ng Kongreso yung Bayanihan We Heal As One Act at yun ang naging... Uh, legal na basehan para makapagbigay ng pondo ang pamalan sa milyon-milyon pamilya. Okay, so but you live at home, no? Uh, how, ano yung living arrangement nyo ngayon? You have you have a young family. I'm sure you don't want them uh, to experience what you experience, no? So, ano yung precautions na ginagawa mo uh, para hindi sila mahawa or hindi sila magkasakit? Alam mo, Howie, uh, nagpapasalamat talaga ako sa Diyos dahil sa dun sa dinaanan natin walang nahawa dun sa pamilya ko uh, si Tutsi yung misis ko si uh, yung tatlong anak ko at saka kahit yung kasambahay namin yung driver kahit kasama kami madalas walang medyo minor miracle for me yung yung bagong recover pa ako sa sakit nag-quarantine ulit ako kahit nung sinasabi nila yung false positive o yung second uh, diagnosis with of covid positive eh nag nag uh, nag nag self quarantine pa rin ako for 14 days kaya itong kwarto na kinalalagyan ko, ito ay naging tirahan ko for siguro over a month. Kasi 
nag-quarantine ako before I got my diagnosis for the first time. Tapos nung nakuha ko for the first time, nag-quarantine ulit ako. Tapos nung nakuha ko for the third time, nag-quarantine ulit ako. So nakatatlong self-quarantine na po. Uh, Hawi of 14 days each. Well, you know, uh, lalo na sa yung mga OFWs natin na, na bagong uwi sa Pilipinas, no? that, that might be a familiar experience. No? So, uh, kahit senator of the land, no? hindi exempted <laughs> sa ganyang klaseng uh, mga protocol. No? But you've been out of the hospital almost two months already. A- uh, early April ka rin na lumabas. Halos sabay tayo. No? Um, paano pa nagbago yung buhay? Talagang kakaiba, Howie, dahil lahat, kasi yung trabaho ko as a legislator, uh, you're meeting with different communities, eh. you're discussing with different communities, whether it's you're passing a bill on health, passing a bill on education, you're talking to the education community, ganun yun eh. So ngayon halos walang physical meetings, panay online na lang, number one, so your life is online and uh, uh, in a way it's simpler, uh, at yun ang kagandahan, I think... Uh, there's more time for your family. Dati maraming social sa gabi. Pagkatapos ng session ng mga alas 6, alas 7, pupunta pa kami sa one or two dinners or get-togethers or association gatherings. So yun ang talagang pagbabago. At uh, nag-uusap kami ni Mrs. Parang blessing in a sense for family life. Alam ko maraming uh, naghihirap uh, pagdating sa kawalan po ng kabuhayan at ng trabaho. Pero sa aspeto naman po sa pamilya, Medyo, I think it brought us closer together. Uh, kasi yung dalawang anak kong panganay ay teenager na, Howie. So, halos hindi namin na nakikita yan eh. Uh, may sarili ng barkada, may sariling buhay. Hindi eh, na nga nagpapaalam minsan eh. Oh, asan si ganito? Nandun lang. Lumabas. So, Going back to your family for a bit, no? Uh, alam ko nag-celebrate ng birthday yung, yung anak mo nung Abril, no? Paano kayo nag-celebrate? Naka-quarantine ka? Paano nyo, paano nyo ginawa yun? Well, ah... Uh, Nag-social distancing kami, tapos may, may mask kaming lahat. Tapos hindi ako lumapit ng, I think, 6 feet yung ano. Pero nakabasa kasi ako na pati up, it can travel up to 18 feet. So talaga, siguro I would, talaga pag, pagbalaki yung kwarto, doon talaga ako sa kabila. Tapos yung family picture namin, nandun ako sa, sa likod ng isang pintuan. Buti glass yung door, so nakikita ko. Pero hindi kami magkasama. At mahirap, wala yung physical touch eh. Wala, hindi namin sila, hindi, hindi namin... Yeah. Dinamin ko, hindi ko siya mayakap, hindi ko siya mahalikan. Uh, but anyway, uh, na, uh, it was a ordeal that uh, napagdaanan namin and we went through it as a family and it made us closer also. I'm sure it's the same in your case, Awi. Yeah, yeah, we're all adjusting to this. Yung nga, may, may nagsasabi nga, touch, the simple act of touching has an uncertain future. Where do you stand on school opening? Do you agree with the president that we shouldn't open classes until a vaccine has been developed and distributed? Or do you agree with other officials na pwedeng ituloy yung August 24 opening as long as we meet certain safety standards at school and we observe the proper safety protocols, uh, etc.? Ako, maingat pa rin ako dyan, uh, Howie, no? Because uh, sa France naman, naging super spreaders ang schools nila. Because nung nag-lift sila ng quarantine, schools ang isa sa mga inuna nila. Uh, and that's a lesson we took. That's why we're not opening our schools. So palagay ko, yung August 24 is too soon. And in fact, merong Senate bill which uh, gives the executive branch the authority to uh, adjust the school year during the times of uh, emergency and pandemics. So, uh, in this situation, palagi ko August is way too soon now. And I would even be looking at 
maybe November, December, January. Dahil uh, blended learning na tayo eh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Siguro yung mga may internet, internet kayo. Yung ibang sa malalayong barangay, sa probinsya, sa amin, sa Aurora, maraming barangay dun, walang, walang internet. So, they have to print the materials that they will send. no? So, may konting adjustments which which will take time. Especially with the big bureaucracy, you're talking about how many thousands, tens of thousands of schools, millions of students. So, millions of materials din yan. Uh, I don't envy the task of the DepEd and uh, kami sa Senado, we'll try to help them as much as we can. No? Okay, you're a parent of uh, school-age children yourself, no? Kung magbukas ang schools ng August 24, ano yung gagawin mo? Well, ang uh, magbubukas na nga yung isang school nung anak kong babae, pero in online, hindi physical. Kung nag-open sila ng physical, hindi ko papayagan yung anak ko na pumasok. Mag-observe muna kami, titingnan namin. Sitwasyon, ano yung seating arrangements. But thankfully, ang sabi nila is... Uh, they're just doing online and they're trying to be safe also and cautious, which I think most schools are, are also doing. Well, of course, uh, alam mo naman yung issues ng online, no? I mean, you, you authored a, 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 a law, uh, the open distance learning yata, no? I think when you were still in the house, no? Yes, um, yes. Pero di ba may malaking assumption dyan sa online learning na napakalawak na ngayon yung access sa internet when we know that many... Students at home, if we're expecting them to access the internet at home, do not have access. So, again, para ma-reinforce lang itong social inequity sa ating uh, bansa, no? Kapag umasa tayo sa internet para dito sa distance learning na sinasabi natin. Yes, that's a very valid point, Howie, yung you raised, no? Uh, marami na nga tayong uh, social inequalities, yung agwat sa mayaman at saka sa mahirap, Napalaki, napakalaki na makikita mo sa private and public schools, no? Sa kagamitan, sa pati sa entry level sa UP for instance. Nakikita na dati uh, public schools used to do well in the UPCAT. Ngayon, dominated by Ateneo and the other schools. So talagang we have to be very conscious. Ang sabi nga ng mga eksperto, yung COVID can increase inequalities and education as you mentioned is one of those areas. So talagang uh, ito dapat yung affirmative action or yung philosophy na yun dapat should come into play eh. At uh, talagang ifo-focus natin dun sa mga pinakamahihirap na areas. Otherwise, uh, this will be a problem, a larger problem for society uh, eventually as you know. Alright, uh, Senator Angara, uh, we know, uh, we think that's a good note uh, to uh, end on. Uh, kailangan tayong magtapos and we know you're very busy working on some urgent matters. No, nais ko lang ibahagi sa viewers natin uh, na ang... Uh, talakayan natin nga dalawa ngayon ay isang katibayan na kayang i-survive ang sakit na COVID. Ang karamihan talaga na, ng pasyente ay nabubuhay at makakabalik sa mga dati nilang ginagawa. As good as new, ika nga. Hindi lang yon ang survivors ay may mga bagong kakayahan tulad ng pagbibigay ng life-giving plasma. Mas malakas din ang ating immune systems dahil sa pinagdaanan natin. Ito rin ang inaasahan nating mangyayari sa ating bansa dahil sa mga bagong pananaw at aral na dulot ng krisis na to. Our new normal will be a better normal. Ikanga ng mga matatalino, never let a crisis go to waste. Congratulations ulit sa inyong recovery, Senator Sunny Angara. Salamat sa panahon at sa inyong malasakit bilang isang plasma donor. Thank you very much, Howie. And congratulations also to you. Ha? Alam ko, mahirap ang pinagdaanan mo. And uh, congratulations on also donating plasma. Salamat sa pag-share mo ng inyong story at sa oportunidad na makapag-share din tayo. Thank you. We hope we Thank inspire you. at least one person along the way. Thank you.
Hanggang sa muli, this is Quarantine with Howie Severino. <laughs>